All right, so uh, Barry on Devon Lane in uh, Williamsville, uh, we have a lady who lives very close to you who is able to track down a plow guy or a truck guy to clear out her driveway, and we also have a lady who's willing to go to the uh, pharmacy and get uh, your wife's MS meds for her. I would, of course, urge caution anytime you're giving somebody you don't know uh, permission to pick up medication for use, depending on what kind of medication it happens to be, just putting a caution out there. But Barry in Williamsville, uh, if you want the uh, numbers uh, of those folks I just mentioned, you can call the other number at WBEN. This is Barry in Williamsville only, 716-202-WBEN, 716-202-9236. 716-202-9236, and we'll pass on the number of the plow person that one of our listeners near you used to dig out her driveway, which is absolutely, uh, if you have had recent surgery, if you are a cardiac patient, if you have pulmonary issues, arthritis, bad, bad, this, you, this, you can't do it. You really, you can't do it. It's impossible. You need uh, machinery or you need young, strong, healthy, sound minds to do this kind of work because I can't. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Yeah, how many of you have found help on the uh, Facebook community pages? Here is uh, uh, Sherry in Williamsville. You're on WBEN. Welcome. Thanks so much, Tom. I want to say first and foremost, thank you for all the things you did during the storm. It was great to have you uh, navigating for us. Thank you. It was the most rewarding Christmas of my life. Well, I'm glad to hear it. Um, We found tremendous help on the Clarence community page. A lot of people who had tractors and farm equipment were willing to come out, and our plow guy was honest and great. He told us he could not get um, the equipment necessary to dig us out, Um, and until he did, he would get back in touch with us. So we ended up hiring a um, person with a tractor who has a farm in Clarence and he dug us out and did a phenomenal job. And then I was able to send him over to my mother's and um, some other people in the area. So we were so grateful for for people like that. And um, everything on the Facebook blizzard page or the Clarence community page and the Williamsville community page were tremendous resources for us. Now, did you track down the farmer from the Clarence Facebook community page? Yes, I did. And how much did the farmer charge to dig out your driveway? $100. And we have a really long driveway, and I was really nervous because he said he would come in the morning, and he actually was polite enough to say, look, this obviously isn't my day job. It's taken me a little longer than I thought because I'm getting flagged down by other people. Um, on my way to your place, but I am indeed coming today. And he stuck to his word. He got there around 1 o'clock, and then he went over to my uh, parents' house off of Main Street in Clarence and took care of them, too. Well, I'm happy to hear that you were able to find help that way. Uh, that you know, that's one of the uh, that's one of the good parts about Facebook. But you know, what you should have said is I need somebody COVID to plow me out, and they would have put the disclaimer. It would have gotten you more attention. Well, it was fantastic. <laughs> we, it probably would have, but we were just so 
thankful for the resources that Facebook provided throughout the storm and that we were able to find some really great, um, good-hearted neighbors showing that Buffalo spirit when we needed it the most. Uh, absolutely, and of course, a lot of people uh, doing it for uh, doing it for free. But uh, frankly, a hundred bucks uh, is a bargain, in my opinion. We, we felt exactly the same, and we even um, gave them some Christmas cookies and a Gatorade because the stores weren't open yet. And he was literally going from house to house to house, just trying to, you know help people and and um, use his equipment wisely and he said you know basically what we were paying for is the fuel oh absolutely i believe that yeah and i believe it too so he was saying look i'm not trying to uh you know uh price gouge uh, price gouge exactly he said i just want to help out as many people as i can but i gotta pay for the fuel very very reasonable one hundred dollars is nothing compared to the work that you had done given the snow and its density it's i just that that that's a bargain thank you very much i appreciate it uh, strongly my pleasure. All right, thank you. Yeah. So some of you who are still uh, stuck in your driveway, as I would be, if not for some wonderful people that I know through drinking heavily, um, uh, some of the people that uh, uh, helped me out, uh, you can go to the your local uh, community Facebook page, and you'll probably find somebody in the community who will either do it for free because they're awesome people, or they will charge you because, well, maybe they want to make some money, or maybe in the case of the farmer, those tractors are not inexpensive uh, to run, and they're not exactly uh, fuel-efficient uh, vehicles, uh, nor do I know of any uh, electric-powered uh, vehicles that would be able to do what that particular uh, farmer was able to do. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. But again, just common sense says, um, before you have anybody pick up meds for you, um, it's a real good idea to know exactly who they are, depending on the meds, okay? Because unfortunately, there are people who uh, would take advantage of the situation and, uh, you know, take your painkillers. Here is uh, Paulette in uh, Buffalo on WBEN. Hello, Paulette. Hello? Yes, ma'am. You're on the radio. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you that there are a lot of people who still can't get out their driveways. Their doors are blocked because the city houses are close together. So we have like five feet blocking our side doors. You can't get out. Uh, I have three methods of egress, and two of them still have five feet of snow blocking them. And uh, the only good thing is uh, there was four feet of snow blocking my front door, and a good Samaritan did come and dig me out and help me dig out because I'm a senior. And I made it to my car because my cell phone was dying. And, you know, over here we've had five days with no electricity, no heat. And and Niagara Mohawk is trying to do the best they can. But uh, Paula, where, where are they, you in the city? Where are you in the city? I'm in on Oxford, Lenox area. Okay, all right. And we still had like 19 houses that didn't have electricity. I tried to get this uh, lady with her five kids to come down to my house because my electricity at least came on, so my house was warm. But they couldn't make it down the street because we had five feet drifts in the middle of the street, and the sidewalks have two feet of snow, and Today, uh, 
a, a plow came down the middle of the street to open up just one lane, and now people are all getting stuck. And and the and, and the lady with the five kids tried to drive down, but she she got stuck three times, so they went back to their house. Oh, good so grief! The bad news is there are a lot of people who are if they have a gas stove, I called them and said, light it with a lighter, you know, just because we, we don't have electric, electric, we can at least keep warm with lighting the burners and putting hot water on the burners. You get one room at least warm so you don't freeze to death. You know, it's, it's, and for those who have electric, like my tenant only has an electric heat, uh, heater, uh, if she was here, she would have had to come down and be with me because... There's just no way to keep warm. I'm I'm afraid there's going to be after this five days of no no heat and no electric, they're going to go in people's houses and find those who didn't have a gas uh, heater or didn't know that they could uh, light it, or you know even though the electricity wouldn't light it, if they could get a lighter they could at least burn it. They're going to find people who froze in their house. I I was really afraid I was going to be a a popsicle. Oh. Because after I dug out the front door, the screen, the storm door uh, blew out and snow was coming in and the door swole. And I was tr- desperately trying to close the door so oh, the little dear. heat I had wouldn't freeze me to death. I was like, and then the cell phone still died. So <sighs> there was no way for me to call to anybody and say, hey, help. <laughs> I understand. I, I, the frustration. There's still no cable, no, no TV or anything, so I, I can't even couldn't even get updates to say, well, is somebody helping or what? Well, you found the right place, uh, News Radio 930 WBEN, and we're grateful you did. But you brought up a great point about doors being snowed in. If not for my young, virile neighbor, um, I would not have been able to get into my home. He was nice enough to shovel out uh, the area so I could at least, uh, after trudging up the driveway and almost having a heart attack, was able to uh, get into the house once I arrived. But the yeah, the frustration is is there. The frustration is real. Uh, you've got your power back, though. Yeah, I got my power back, but I, I sat in my car, and I didn't have a lot of gas, and I... Uh, me and my little doggy oh. <laughs> were sitting in the car and um, charging the phone, and it takes forever charging in the car. So I have very little gas in my car, and I have no way of getting out the driveway to go get more gas. So it's like there's just, you know. You know what, my love? You might actually be better off waiting until the gas stations get resupplied because uh, most gas stations that I've passed do not have gas. Because oh, no. The, no, the trucks couldn't drive it in. I mean, they, they were faced with a driving ban as well. I mean, this the, the supply chain is still fouled up. So there are some gas stations that, yes, you can find gas, but the majority I drove by had the little baggies tied to the handles. It's very difficult to get. And that's, by the way, one of the reasons Sandy Beach used to advise this, and I always have advised this as well. In the wintertime, when your uh, tank gets down to half a tank, refill it. Just always keep it full. Never let it go beneath half a tank of gasoline. And this is one of the reasons why. Those uh, were sound words of advice, which I uh, am stealing from Sandy Beach and passing on to you. But, Paulette, you've you've got your act together. You've been helping people. You've been helped. And uh, God bless you and your little doggie. Well, I want to tell you that the pipes have burst in one of my neighbor's houses. 
So there's just, you know, and I don't know, I'm only mentioning things that is probably happening to more people than just my neighbor. The pipes burst, so he has no way, him and his wife have no way of getting their heat back. So they call the insurance company, and they're having to stay in a hotel. But if you have no cell phone, and the cell phone guys, and you have no cable, I mean, come on, what am I supposed to do? I can't watch anything. I'm just so glad at least uh, the electricity's on so I can at least listen to the radio. Thank you, guys. <laughs> well, hey, look, look at the good news. You are safe. You are warm. You made it through the storm alive. I share your concern about what the final death toll is going to be because, um, especially for senior citizens who don't have proper nutrition, clothing, and who might not have a lot of fat on them, even at 58 or 60 degrees, that can be a dangerous situation. I also wonder and worry about the number of carbon monoxide deaths that are going to be uncovered in the days ahead. My family, if not for carbon monoxide detectors, would have died during the storm. True story. Oh, my God. True story. Paulette, I uh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm glad you are making it, and uh, my best to you and your doggie. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Paulette. Uh, stuck listening to News Radio 930 WBEN. No cable. Well, I hope, Paulette, that this becomes an addiction for you. Um, you know, we've been told that if you give us a week, you're hooked for life. I'm just saying. Uh, let's go to uh, Jordan in Kaisertown. Jordan, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Go. Good afternoon, Tom. Yes, sir. I think I can make a point about Mr. Tolling Cars. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, I live in Kaisertown. I pay all my taxes, my property taxes, county taxes. So for him to say what he said, he acts like he's not going to paycheck. He doesn't what he gets paid to do. If they got to help out, does he take into account that we pay county taxes and state taxes as well? I mean, uh, that's all I wanted. To, I thought I'd address that. All right. Thank, thank you very much. Um, I, I don't know that what Mark Polinkars did today was as much about helping as it was a meltdown. Uh, that's about the best way I can phrase it. It was a meltdown. It was rather embarrassing to see a public official who is the chief executive of Erie County acting like a very churlish child uh, in front of the microphone. Especially when, as we heard from Mayor Brown, the two of these guys have had regular telephonic communication and not once has uh, Mark Polinkars, according to Byron Brown, um, said anything like what he said to the public today. So I thought the embarrassment today was with Mark Polinkars. Um, you saw a public official having a mental breakdown, and it wasn't, it wasn't pretty. And you can go to WBEN.com and listen to your heart's delight. I'm sure we'll be replaying some of what was said today uh, by the county executive. And my interpretation, I do not know this to be a fact, but that Mark Polinkars has been getting a lot of angry phone calls and emails from people, and he's doing what any elected official usually does, tries to deflect blame from himself onto the mayor of the city of Buffalo. I'm not a big Mark Polinkars fan. To be honest with you, he lost me. I thought he did a good job at the beginning of COVID, but shortly into that, I think he just he overreached and he uh, he, he he lost me with his attitude. Um, he I, I, I a lot of people, myself included, find him to be condescending. And what really irks me is his his power mania. 
He's always got to remind people that he's got the power. He's got the power. I have news for you, ladies and gentlemen. You, the people, have the power. You are Mark Polinkar's boss. He is not your boss. Never forget that. Let's go to Carol in Wales on WBEN. Carol, hello. Hi, Tom. Um, My story is a long one, but I'll just say that my husband and I were not from Buffalo, um, but through our family we ended up here. And we came in 1976, and we were here for the blizzard the first time. And I don't know what it was about us, but we learned preparedness. We lived in a rural area in Wyoming County. We had nowhere to get to a store, to get anywhere. We had propane heat. Wasn't very efficient. We were having ice in the corners (laughs) of our dining room. And we learned from that and said, we have to have something better. Well, we got a wood add-on stove, so we heated with wood. We got a snowmobile. We learned that we needed a pantry. So a little closet that we had, we turned in an old farmhouse, we turned into a pantry. And my husband said, because we have no gas station for miles and miles, we always have to have a full tank of gas. And through the years, different things have happened. We've lived in different places after we left that area, and we had floods, and we had different wonderful things caused by nature happen. But um, we always had a water pump. We thought, well, if our basement floods, we need to get the water out of there. We had generators, and we have since moved. Um, We lived in Tonawanda for a few years. And um, it was a little crowded for us, but we could get out when we had snow because it wasn't horrible like this, but we had a snowblower. Well, when we moved back to the country where we are now, we got a tractor again so my husband can clean out the driveway. Last year, he said, you know, our power goes out here off and on, even in decent weather. I think I'm going to get a generator. So we got a whole house generator. And we are very thankful, and we have told our neighbors, if the power comes out, goes off, you come over here. How, how did that work for you during the storm? We took a lot of calls from people whose uh, generators went down on them because of the, uh, in particular, because of the dampness getting in. Well, when he had it installed, he stayed there with the guys. While they put it in, he asked questions. He learned all about the, the whole new service that had to come in for it. And they said that you should put a board on top or try and keep any kind of inclement weather out. So we have something that with bushes around it, too. Well, and, that, that's good, um, ma'am. I, I, need you to, I need you to hold on because I, I have a break that I need to get to. But uh, I mean, those are some interesting preparedness tips. And if, if you live in the country, I mean, she was talking about, uh, what she say, Wyoming County. Um, I remember they did airdrops in uh, – places around Attica, New York, where drifts were covering entire houses. People were literally climbing out in 1977 of second floor windows and walking down or sliding down. Uh, How they didn't get lost in the snow, I don't know, but uh, these are the stories that I've heard over the years. But uh, in the winds that we had over the weekend, an airdrop uh, would have been impractical because you don't know. First of all, aviation, you you couldn't have flown anything in that kind of weather. Number two, even if you could have flown something... You drop something and uh, ends up five miles from the drop zone. What good have you done? And in a heavily populated area, they never did any airdrops around here because uh, it's very easy to clunk somebody and kill them. 
And, uh, you know, you don't want, obviously, you don't want that. So, uh, very interesting. 28 minutes after 3 on News Radio 930 WBEN. And it's important that we pass this information on to our children and our grandchildren because as long as there's a Western New York, um, there's going to be blizzards. There will be generational storms. On News Radio 930 WBEN, we'll be here to cover every single one of them for you. Probably won't be me, but it'll be somebody who's good. Josh Schmidt, good choice. It's Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, uh, Barry, Devin Lane in Williamsville, if you call 716 202 9236, that's 716 202 9236. I think we might have a lead for you on uh, a plowing uh, person who can get you out of your jam so your wife can get her MS meds that run out at the end of the day. Uh, by the way, earlier uh, I mentioned looting at the tops on Jefferson Avenue. Um, I will tell you exactly the source of that story. The source was the official Buffalo Police Complaint Report. It was it was the official report. You, you can't get a better source than that. The report is wrong. I've been in touch with uh, the people from Tops, Friendly Markets, Public Relations. I've advised them of the source of the error. Tops was not looted on Jefferson Avenue. It was not looted. That was an error in the official report because the person who called in the looting for a nearby business uh, got the address wrong. So it is being wrongly reported, and I did it earlier today, that Tops on Jefferson was looted. That, of course, the scene of the heinous racist terror attack of May 14th uh, of 2022. Uh, but again, I don't go off half-cocked on things. That was, it, it, as far as a source, that was the official police report. But, you know, they had the address wrong, and there's a reason they had the address wrong. I don't blame the police uh, at all in this. It's a very unfortunate miscommunication, and we have been in touch with TOPS. Uh, they were grateful that we told them the source of the information um, so they can ask the source to correct the, uh, the information as best they can. Uh, but I wanted to pass that on because I heard about that, and uh, frankly, it broke my heart. I uh, I worked that day, and it was um, it, it was draining, exhausting, and horrific. And um, anybody who was at the scene, anybody who lost anybody, that location has a special significance. It's hallowed ground. It's sacred ground. Um, and I would just. That's what really got me about the false reports of looting at the tops on Jefferson. But that was the source. The source is being contacted to correct it. Uh, it's the official source. Uh, but anyway, let's get back to Carol in Wales, who uh, is talking about some of the preparedness uh, as somebody who's lived in the suburbs and lived in the country, obviously now in Wales. She lives in the country. And one of the things they do, they always keep a full tank of gas uh, Carol, uh, continue if you had any other words to pass on of preparedness advice. Well, I listened to the last caller that had her little dog in the car, and they were cold. Um, and right away I said, yep, you needed to have more gas. <laughs> and there are 
Appliances you can buy that will charge your phone, it stores the energy. You can buy it at a phone store or wherever, yep. and depending on how much you want to pay, you can get them for $19 or 50 and um, you can use it later on when you have no power to charge your phone. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And, and also, if I, if, if I might, ma'am, if I might just interrupt here for a moment, uh, the lady who called in before, I think her name was Paulette, might, when this all is over with, might want to go to the cell phone store because depending on how new her cell phone is, um, she might want a new car charger because my car charger for my Android charges up my phone in the 10-minute drive I have to work. So I think she might want another car charger, but uh, please continue. Well, it's just... Those, you know, everyday things that we take for granted. Um, do you have candles? If you can close off, there were some people saying, well, um, I have heat in this room, but not in others. I have a fireplace. Well, put up blankets, close off the doors, you know, whatever you have to do. We camped in front of a stove during the blizzard. We had an antique cook stove, and we melted pots of snow for water because our well wasn't working, but we had heat. Um, we laid on the floor in sleeping bags. And we closed off the other rooms so we could all be gathered. I had little kids, and we laid right near the stove and stayed there. And like I said, we had a snowmobile. We were miles from a gas station or a food store or anything. And I couldn't take little kids every time I needed groceries, so we built a pantry, filled it up. and. Right. That's the Grundig Radio. Understood. Carol, i got to move on to some other people. I'm uh, glad you uh, glad you called up. And, yeah, there are some radios uh, that you can actually power by turning a crank. I'm not sure how good they are, but uh, you, n- you never need batteries for those. I'll say that much. Uh, but, yeah, it's important this time of year, and we've always emphasized this, to keep a full tank of gas. I never let it go, but oh, half a tank uh, during the wintertime months. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616. W-B-E-N. Uh, let's go to Jim in South Buffalo. Jim, you are on. Hello. How are you doing? Well, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm very grateful for your uh, your programs. I've been telling friends uh, listening to 930 Radio for the last 20 years. You hear so many good topics, and they're so useful for the, uh, the area here. But uh, I've been trapped in the house about five days. I still can't get out of my driveway. But I've been taking videos and, and sending them to friends in Florida and, and uh, uh, Arizona. What a great job they're doing. I see three payloaders going at the same time, a line of 10, 12 giant dump trucks, uh, the power companies, a convoy of power trucks up and down South Park. I mean, unbelievable job. And uh, they, I don't think they could do any better around here. Fabulous. Well, I'm, I'm happy. I'm I'm happy to hear that. I mean, at, at this point, you know, we we should be through the worst of it. But I think everybody's fear is they're going to go into these houses that were without power for so long, and they're going to find more dead people, and who knows how many people may have succumbed because of carbon monoxide. Oh yeah, for sure, exactly. But the problem is, uh, I I I witnessed. I, I I watched them make piles of snow. And then they come back with another uh, payloader, and they take the big piles away. It takes them, like, a good 20 minutes per corner. I'm near Colgate in South Park. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, with the, I, I witnessed a payloader take a, a three-quarter bucket full and drop it at the end of my driveway. I swear to God. I said he's going to come back and do it, and it's still there. I called the city this morning. You know, I, I paid 300 bucks to get dug out uh, three weeks ago. And uh, – 
I'm 70 years old. I need five operations. I need two knee replacements. I got a hernia. I can't shovel like this. And I need two operations on my wrist. And they put this giant pile at the end of my driveway. I, I couldn't, I don't know if they forgot to come back, but it's right, right, uh, Right in front of my driveway. I don't want to give my address over the phone. No, no, that that shouldn't happen. That that's uh, that that's horrible. That's absolutely horrible. Is there is there anybody in the neighborhood that you can ask to shovel that out for you? Oh, it's it's been sitting there for for, for uh, four days now. It's right, but is there? My my question is very direct. Do you have anybody in the neighborhood who might be able to help you out? No, I I. I, the people now, they, I got friends, I see them drive by. I'm out looking out the front window all the time here. And it's, uh, I'm well, a, if sometimes if, if you don't ask for help, people don't know to give it. Yeah, you know, I'm 70 years old. All my friends have back problems, and none of them want to do anything more. They're all retired, and they're, they all got medical problems, every one of them. Well, let's see. Do you need to get anywhere between now and uh, Friday? Yeah, I, I got, I'm supposed to go for two quarter zone shots. Between tomorrow and go see a spine doctor uh, for a possible spine operation. Now, I can't miss. I I canceled both of these appointments already. Oh, that's well. So well, it, as long as those appointments are off the books, uh, hopefully that snow will. Like, how high is the pile? Oh, it's a good, a good three three and a half foot. But it's hard and it's solid. Yeah, hope, hopefully I'm a hard the. Worker. I'm a contractor. I worked hard all my life. I, I understand. Worked hard time. I, I understand. You know, you, sir, you might try the South Buffalo. If, there, if there's a South Buffalo uh, community Facebook page, you might try that to try to get somebody to take care of that for you. It's a shame that uh, whatever person or entity dumped the snow in your driveway and didn't come to, to, to get it out. That's uh, that's not cool. Uh, and obviously, look, I mean, you're not in any physical condition to get it out of there yourself. Yeah, yeah I, I called the city uh, about 10 o'clock. They said they'll they'll uh, make note of it well I've call seen a couple guys drive by and kind of look i'll tell you what direction. sir sir jim jim if if uh, you'd hold on i'm going to put you in touch with josh um josh off the air is going to take your address i will forward your information directly to the mayor's office is that okay so much all right i, I will i will or yeah. if i can't get a hold of the mayor's office i'll try a couple of other uh um hacks life hacks but uh that that shouldn't be happening let's go to uh joe in uh or i could forward it to mark polling cars but <laughs> let's go to well he wants to be in charge uh joe in chictawaga you're on wben welcome hi tom thanks for taking my call Good yes afternoon. sir thank you just give a quick thanks to you and everybody else at the station all the work you've been doing it's been it's been awesome stuff well, it's it's honestly, um, as Jimmy Love Stellianu said, it was the most rewarding Christmas any of us have ever had, feeling that we were able to help some people. At the same time, we're all devastated we couldn't help everybody and the people died. Absolutely. That's what the holiday season is supposed to be all about, helping people. Amen. Um, um, in, in my case, I have a similar story to the last gentleman and Barry with uh, his wife that needed the meds. Unfortunately... I'm only 31 years old, but I am symptomatic with a heart condition, disabled veteran, and uh, I can't be shoveling, you know, two, three, four feet of snow out of my driveway. And um, like you said earlier, it's it's quite emasculating that he even has to ask for help. You know, I was in I was in the Navy. I you know lifted weights three, four days a week, and all that. And I was always the one that would go out and help people. Um, but I recently just bought a house here in Chicktawaga, and between this snowfall and the last snowfall, no one's even really came around to even see if I'm alive. <laughs> 
Um, it's kind of been, I'm, I'm glad all the people out there who um, needed serious help or when dire, dire situations got the help they needed. Um, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm complaining, but you know, I can't, uh, you know, be out here shoveling myself and, uh, Understood. Well, sir, people people can't help you if they don't know you need help. And I, I know, do you have people to whom you can reach out for help? Maybe old Navy buddies or families of Navy buddies who might have young strapping men looking uh, to make a few extra dollars? Unfortunately, no, none of them are in the area. Um, and I don't have much family. Um, How about neighbors? How about neighbors? My one neighbor, he's in his early 60s. He helped me with the last snowfall and snowblowed a little bit, but he's disabled as well, and he can't be doing a lot of crazy stuff either. And there's no young people in the neighborhood that you've gotten to know over the time you've owned your house? Negative, sir, no. Um, so unless I contract somebody in which I don't want to be paying 380 bucks like I did for the Thanksgiving snow, oh, um, but between price gouging and inflation and everything else, I'm not going to be dropping that money out of pocket every time I need. No, to. that that's that's a gouge. Uh, 380 bucks. Sorry, but uh, I didn't pay that much. Um, Joe, if you, uh, I'm going to offer you a suggestion that you try the Chictawaga Face a Community Facebook page, the Chictawaga Community Facebook page, and okay. make your situation known. And by many accounts of people who've called into this radio station, those community Facebook pages have been great for people in your position, which is the same position I would be in had I not had, you know, people come over and take care of me. So um, I thank you very much, Joe. I thank you for your service. And I would, uh, you know, make it make it very clear that you're not expecting a freebie, that you feel horrible asking for help, but you need it. And I, I wish you the best, man. Let us know how it works out. Let us know if you hear from anybody by the by 6 o'clock, okay? All right. Thank you very much, sir. All right, Joe. Thank thank you kindly. Um, and, and, folks, I, I, probably a lot of people are nodding in agreement with our last caller there. When you're used to being the person that helps people and suddenly you find yourself in a position where you can't even help yourself – it is one of the most humiliating, emasculating experiences that you can ever go through. And t- telling people, I can't even come outside with a shovel because I can't lift more than five or ten pounds because my stitches will break out, it's uh, it's humiliating. I mean, I, I feel embarrassed. I truly do. It's beyond my control. But thank God the people I know know of the situation and uh, – they were able to at least get it so they can get out of the driveway. Told the mailman to put my mail in my car today, which he did. I probably shouldn't say that. Probably violated some nonsense regulation. But maybe I just hallucinated that. So I'll deny that under questioning. It is uh, Bowerly. Some of you still having storm-related issues. And for those of you uh, like myself who, uh, due to certain physical limitations, um, are unable to get out there and shovel like you used to, Um, I would suggest these community Facebook pages have had some good feedback on that. Don't allow yourself to be gouged, though. 380 bucks to clear up that last snow, that strikes me as uh, as gouging. Um, that, that it should not have been 380 bucks, in my opinion. The farmer in Clarence is charging 100 bucks for a long Clarence driveway. 380 for Chictawaga seems a little on the high side to me. I might be extraving it with things, but uh, I ain't spending that. Uh, let's go to Peggy on WBEN. Peggy, you are on. Hello. Hi, Tom. Um, I'm just want to say I agree with everything people are were saying about us. Uh, 
the lady about being prepared, my dad taught me. He always instilled in me, never let your tank go below half, you know, filled a half a tank of gas, number one. And I knew the storm was coming. I I don't have TV. I have radio. And I knew the storm was coming just by listening to the radio. I was shopping Wednesday night in Wegmans, late Wednesday night. So I made sure I had everything that I probably would need. And I also had an alpaca blanket in case the power went out. And it did, and I was without heat for four days. So my power came back on after 30 hours, but unfortunately my furnace froze up so i was up without heat until the heating guys could get to me and these heating guys were like worried because they go people are going to be mad because they get you know they they didn't get there right away and i said people have to understand that there's so many people that need help and are needy and they have to be patient and be understanding with all that uh I learned from November, the first time, being stuck in the house for a week. Be prepared. I only ran out of one little thing, but I've never seen in Buffalo being stuck in, for a week in Buffalo. If you lived in Virginia, some of those streets in the city wouldn't be plowed for two weeks. So, Well, that that is true. I mean, but see— you know, people. I mean, I'm surprised that Mark Polinkar's um, had his uh, had his hissy fit and childish, churlish uh, meltdown today, because um, he should be well aware that the city was designed with the horse and buggy in mind and, and mass yeah. transit in mind, and not with uh, today's vehicles or the vehicles uh, of yesterday. It's a totally different elephant. Um, and frankly, you know, parts of parts of, of the village of Kenmore uh, houses are also very close to together, but they mostly have driveways. I think they all have driveways, actually. Um, hold on, if you would, on News right. Radio 930 WBEN. Still taking your calls. Uh, some of you are still having problems, and the big problem that you're having is getting dug out. Uh, and again, these community Facebook pages um, are a good way to reach out and have people come over. You may have to pay. You might find some kind souls to do it for nothing. Um, but uh, the, I'm not, you know, Facebook can be a big pain in the butt sometimes, but in certain circumstances, it really can be helpful. I think this is one of those circumstances. 